Have you ever been in a social situation where you felt fearful and too intimidated to speak? Do you believe you have nothing to contribute to a conversation so you keep quiet most of the time? Do you feel rejected around people and feel that nobody sees the real you? Are you afraid to express your ideas openly because you might get a verbal put down? If this sounds like a familiar story, you are not alone. The fear of rejection is a dilemma that affects everyone to varying degrees. At home, at work, and in society, we are continuously at war with criticism, judgment, opinions, and our desire to be accepted. Why Rejection Hurts According to researcher Michael Murphy at the University of British Columbia, targeted rejection is central to some of life's most distressing experiences. Things like getting broken up with, getting fired, and being excluded from your peer group at school, said Murphy in an article appearing in the Huffington Post. Rejection can be compared to any other illness in that if it goes untreated, it grows worse. In fact, the rejected person can actually experience intense feelings of emotional and physical pain. In an article published in the Michigan News, a recent study reveals... The same regions of the brain that become active in response to painful sensory experiences are activated during intense experiences of social rejection. Rejection can cause severe emotional pain very similar to the pain we experience when we are physically injured. For example, being excluded from a party when everyone else you know gets invited, suddenly being dumped in a relationship, or being treated as if we don't matter. All of these can cause depression headaches, and elicit psychological fear. The University of Michigan social psychologist Ethan Cross states in the Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences, On the surface, spilling a hot cup of coffee on yourself and thinking about how rejected you feel when you look at the picture of a person that you recently experienced an unwanted breakup with may seem to elicit very different types of pain. But this research shows that they may be even more similar than initially thought. Psychologist and author Guy Winch, Ph.D., states that many times rejection does 50% of the damage and we do the other 50%. What he is referring to is that when we get rejected, we begin with a stream of negative self-talk that spirals into a form of self-rejection and, in some cases, self-hatred for oneself. This negative self-talk could stem from any situation in which we experience rejection from a romantic relationship, a co-worker, or friend who ignores us in passing. Your emotions turn into a hypersensitive radar that starts to see rejection everywhere. Guy Winch also states in his book, Emotional First Aid, Rejections elicit emotional pain so sharp it affects our thinking, floods us with anger, erodes our confidence and self-esteem, and destabilizes our fundamental feelings of belonging. Social rejection is one of the biggest self-defeating behaviors that affects millions of people, both at home and at work. In their daily lives, most people are not aware they are making critical choices and taking actions detrimental to their social life. The problem is that most people who live with this affliction cling to an emotional ledge most of their lives. They hang on while expecting help to arrive, but it does not. Living a life of quiet desperation, the cycle of self-defeat brought about by rejection becomes seemingly impossible to break. Many get frustrated and want a quick fix to end their pain, 
so they turn to addictions and bad habits to numb the negative emotions taking hold of their lives. They want to escape from feeling inferior. They want to avoid those thoughts and feelings feeding into their distilled beliefs of inadequacy. They want to be in control of their lives, but they just don't know how to get to that stage. Hypersensitivity to rejection plays a role in the success or failure of each of us. The more sensitive we are, the less empowered we feel. Using various escape strategies, such as addiction or other negative coping mechanisms, may work in the short run. In the long term, it sets people up for failure. That rescue boat they keep hoping for never arrives and they are left alone, abandoned, and clinging for help. There are many excuses people use to justify staying stuck in these situations. Those excuses become lies that bury the truth and keep them spinning in place.